Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Always on the Free Odyssey app, live on YouTube if you prefer to watch the show. Maybe you're not going out and about traveling to work today with the weather. Great day to sit at the dining room table, pour a cup of coffee, and fire up the old YouTube machine, right? I was just thinking about that, too. Like, back when I had snow days as a kid, Yeah. my favorite radio show was on YouTube, or I could watch it. Could you imagine that? That would be great. Yeah. I'm one of those strange birds as well that, for some reason, finds watching radio interesting. Well, that's because you're in it. I'm, you know, I'm the same way, but we got into radio because we think it's interesting. I don't yeah. know how interesting it is to the normal listener. but Like, you know, you know they started simulcasting all these sports talk shows yeah. on TV, yep. and now we're doing it with YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, there's just some fascination. I think people like to see the way the sausage is made, yeah. so to speak. I mean, Howard Stern started it in the 90s, and then Don Imus did it. And, that's true. Yeah. There you go. All right, 855-839-1210 to climb in. Let's get to some news as we have a lot to get into, both news and weather-wise. And for that, round number two at 702, the great Dawn Stensland. Yes, good morning. Hill & Company News Live. We are sponsored this morning by Budget Blinds. And it's an important day as we have wintry weather blanketing our region and an important change from the rain to the slush, to the snow. So we'll talk about that timing. Many winter weather alerts, a lot of slipping, sliding accidents across our region. On this February 13th, it is Fat Tuesday. As we think about Mardi Gras, tomorrow, Valentine's Day. So we'll have the all-important forecast for all of this as we're tracking the wintry Dawn, weather. Dawn, was it last year that you ha- you shamed Nick into getting a Valentine's uh, Day gift? For yeah, by wife? the way, everything was shipped out Sunday morning. Oh, Woo-hoo! Okay. Good job. Yeah, I knew that was going to be brought up. <laughs> I prepared my answer in advance. <laughs> for that, you did your homework. <laughs> Woo-hoo! See, the I, roses. I was too busy getting ready for Valentine's Day to pay attention to the Super Bowl commercials. Oh, there we wow. go. Wow. See? You know, what, you know, I can't do everything. Sure. See, it's a good... That's, now, that's a good reason. God didn't give me eyes in the back of the head and uh, three hands. <laughs> so, it's a special election day. Control of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives is in the hands of lower Bucks County voters going to the polls today for this special election. We'll see how the wintry weather impacts this. This is the 140th legislative district. So today's election pits Republican Candace Cabanas, who's a Falls Township native, against Democrat Jim Prokopiak. He's a Pensbury school board member and former Falls Township supervisor. So this is, and I will mention to you, Pensbury has had its share of controversy when we think about that, for example, transgender, changing transgender bathroom and locker room policies. So this is one of those districts, Pensbury, that says that students get to choose the bathroom they use based on how they identify their um how they identify with their gender you know and that's for the locker rooms and the bath i know i have to word it carefully jesus you know real simple solution you know how i've said that you know this trans thing is such a big movement why don't we just create a third sport where we have you know biological men compete against men women against women and trans against trans if you ever gone into a school and seen how many different random doors and rooms are not in use, why don't we just create a bathroom for trans people? We'll have a female bathroom, a male bathroom, and if you identify as trans, there's the third door. Go in that one. Simple. Solved. Boom. 
Some schools have offered that, but or the, unisex, just to, yeah. you know, have one yeah, unisex. unisex. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Anybody can use it. That's how you avoid the controversy right there. Unisex. And that doesn't is, offend anybody. This is Pennsburg or Pensbury. Okay, this one. This one. I know we have a lot of different school news. So this is Pensbury School District. Okay. So their pol- their standing policy, and again, the Democrat Jim Prokopiak is a Pensbury school board member. He's one who voted for this policy, for example, that you you get to choose with whatever your uh, identity is. So I think part of the issue is that these bathrooms in the schools, it's a big bathroom with, they don't have walls in between like a lot of stalls will. And and so it's it's a more open feeling. Oh. And so for the girls' bathroom, and we've seen these complaints happening in different schools where somebody who's a, and, you know, some high school senior boys might be 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. They're stepping into a bathroom that maybe 13 or 14-year-old girls are right, in. And right, so God. there's this awkwardness uh, happening. Well, I mean, to be honest, there's there's awkwardness in men's bathrooms already. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't tell you, and every guy listening knows exactly what I'm about to say here. You, you've been in the stall, and you're, you know, you're sitting down, you're doing a number two, right? Okay. You don't have to be that yeah, descriptive. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. And another dude sits down next to you. It's an awkward moment, right? You yeah. look down, you see his shoes, you see your <laughs> shoes. Yeah, sometimes you have like your lanyard to get into the building. It's like drops on the floor. It's very awkward. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable <laughs> setting. I got to be honest. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical! So I understand what these uh, these young whippersnappers are going through. Yes, I was at a stall. Uh-huh. I was standing at a stall the other day, a couple weeks ago, and i I had gone back to the Lehigh Valley to see some of my childhood friends. And I'm sti- I'm standing there, and a gentleman comes, stands right next to me, and is standing at the stall as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting, looking, looking, looking. I look over, and he goes, he goes, so. Uh, this is this is a good get to I was like, what? I had no idea it was him because I'm just so focused uh-huh. on not looking around. Tunnel vision, right? Tunnel vision. Yep. I had no idea it was him. Yeah. You either stare straight ahead or Absolutely. you stare straight down. Yep. <laughs> see, <clears throat> see, Dawn, these are things yeah. you, you'll never have to yeah. encounter. I know. Woohoo. Uh, as I'll take you to the Perkyoman Valley School District. So I know we, we talked about Pensbury. This is Perkyoman Valley School Board overturning a highly controversial bathroom policy at a meeting last night. So it's a policy we've talked about, policy 720. So on campus, you now will use the bathroom that you choose based on your gender identity. So this this particular school district, we talked about this district last fall, the, the um, Perky Omen Valley School District in Pennsylvania, because you remember, more than 300 students walked out of school on a Friday afternoon. Remember this? We yeah, talked we about the, it. We played the video yeah. on the cut. Remember, shoot where they were in the yeah. in the parking lot, yeah. and and that video made national and international news. Yeah. It was a, it was peaceful. They walked out. Their moms and mostly moms were in the distance supporting their kids, free speech rights. Mm-hmm. But it was a very peaceful walkout. But ultimately, they this is very controversial. Well, we can't sit here and complain because there was elections on all of this stuff, and people yep. voted these people in. Yep. So this is this is the these yes. are the consequences. That's correct. They have consequences. Yep. So in a lot of these school boards that we're seeing, Democrats won over, and so now we're seeing this Bucks County, Montgomery County, etc., and we're seeing these policies that have been controversial. 
uh, the Democrats are putting back into place reversing the bathroom policies and locker room policies so that all of these districts now, a person who is a biological male with all the boy parts can go in a locker room with girls and a bathroom with girls. To further illustrate the mental breakdown with this whole the phenomenon, it's confusing enough for Dawn and myself to explain the whole, well, it's a biological male with all the parts that is now transitioning to be. like. So if it confuses us, imagine how confused the actual trans individual is and what's going through their mind as they contemplate this process or actually go through and follow through with it. It really is. It's like it's like mental gymnastics. I'm trying to follow along here like, okay, biological male. Oh, got gotcha. So in all of these schools, how many uh how many uh shooters will we be raising? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm tying it into the story yeah. of uh, the Joel Osteen yeah. church shooter. Yes. Well, the final thing I'll say about the Perkyoman Valley School District, the second one I mentioned where they last night changed it, there were parents who were speaking out and do it and actually did some national interviews and spoke out. Um, and so at school board meetings and those parents and students, girls said that there were situations where, and I'm inferring from them that they felt they didn't feel safe because some of the biological boys going in their bathrooms and locker rooms, I'm inferring from those females, they felt that those individuals had some mental health issues. Mm. And so I think in truth, and that's where you're leading with this, in truth, I don't think it's a trans issue. It's more of, I think these students are following their instincts that they're saying, protect the girls Mm -hmm. because we have some individuals going in our bathroom. There's more going on here. Oh, yeah. I'm and, I'm just waiting for the day when my daughters come home at, you know, when they're 12 years old or 14 years old and, and say that, a, you know, a 17-year-old trans boy was in their bathroom. It, it's it's going to happen at some point. There's just, there's just no doubt in my mind that we'll have to have that conversation. Yes, sir. So uh, we I know that Nick Hale is going to get to this Texas uh, church shooter. What happened there? Trump, uh, Donald J. Trump asking SCOTUS, to stay, put a stay, a pause on that immunity ruling. We have that going on. So much happening across our region. But we want to get to our sponsor for sure, which is Budget Blinds. And I'll do that before our full forecast as I'm teasing that one as far as the time. And we have some updates. But BudgetBlinds.com, your one-stop shop for blinds, shades, shutters, custom drapery, and motorization. So free in-home consultations and the only no questions asked warranty in the entire business. So ask about their exclusive inspired collection online, budgetblinds.com sponsors us. As far as the forecast, and we have many, many alerts from the National Weather Service putting this out there. So in the Poconos, up to nine inches of snow today. So a huge, huge snow event, if you will, for the Poconos. For us, closer into the city, remember I had said that it looked like most of the precipitation would end by noon. It looks like that's a bit extended as I look at the hourly changes from our friends at the National Weather Service. So as we track this now, it looks like right now we're a full snow, full-on snow event. We've fully made the transition from rain to snow as we look out 100%. And this will continue. Now it looks it looks more like 
Well, it looks it could extend to 1 p.m. Some models show that by one o'clock, at least 1:30, the sun could be out. It's a pretty it's a pretty so, strong flurry coming down outside of our window yeah. here at 2400 Market. So I'm seeing a couple different I'm seeing a couple different issues within the city of Philadelphia where we are here from Odyssey World Headquarters on Market Street. It looks like we'll see the sun come out about 1:30 with 39 degrees. And then by 3 p.m., full-on sun and 41 degrees. It's going to melt everything. Yep. Yep, good. So that's for the city. But if you are in Quakertown, if you're north and west of the city, that's the issue. So one to three inches for Philadelphia proper. But then just outside the city limits, you're looking four to seven inches, depending on where you are. So that's the real story here. It, it really depends. If you're on that line, you gotta you got to watch this very, very carefully. The biggest headline out of this storm, I will just say, truthfully, it looks like it's done. By two one thirty two this afternoon, it all starts to melt away. So that's my big takeaway, even though it's very messy until about lunchtime. So that's, that's well, we the latest. Shovel. Well, will Greg have to go home and shovel? That's the question. Or will it melt? I think it's it's going to – the high today, we're in the low 40s. So it's going to melt. So I can just let it – We'll be uh, like, honey, honey, don't worry, it'll I, melt. I'm sur- I mean, you have a pool boy. I'm surprised you don't have a snow <laughs> the boy. Cabana boy. Yeah, a, a, you know, a winter, <laughs> winter hazard removal guy. <laughs> winter hazard <laughs> removal. Well, 41 degrees today. I believe that it's. I don't think Greg Stocker or your Cabana boy will have to shovel. Oh, thank. I'm going to predict that. Thank yeah. you. That it melts. It all melts away tomorrow. The high 39 degrees for your Valentine's Day. And you get your ashes tomorrow as we begin Lent. And then Thursday, 42 degrees, Friday, 41. After today, we have sunny skies through the weekend, by the way, but pretty much hovering around 40, 42 degrees for the entire rest of your week. Kellen Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. Coming up next, we will get into this shooter in Houston. I think this is a double whammy of mental health from the act to the perpetrator. We'll get into that on the other side of Kale & Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. The Sixers last night beat an 11 and a half point spread. Wow. I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Where can you bet on this? FanDuel in partnership with Valley Force Casino. It's America's number one sports work. Right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 100 bucks. 150 bucks, excuse me, if your bet wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. I love the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg to join today. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT, and he's the official sportsbook partner of the NBA, 21 and over, president of PA, first online or a money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not with trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Kale & Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Tuesday morning. Hopefully all of you having a great start to your day as the snow comes down, whipping around. Nick, Don, and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, what's on the cut sheet coming up in about 25 minutes. So let's get to this tragedy that happened on Sunday as 
We had another mass shooter, a trans shooter, female shooter, Janice Moreno at Joel Osteen's mega church. Uh, she apparently is a schizophrenic with apparently Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen. Munchausen. I've never heard of that before. You but haven't? I, really? But I, I looked it up. Mental illness and a form of child abuse, also a psychological disorder marked by attention-seeking behavior. I had never heard of that before. And uh, this Texas woman apparently suffered from all of that as she opened fire at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church uh, and was accused of being uh, what we just mentioned and was still able to legally purchase an AR-15 that she used to unleash this horror on Sunday. Now, the gunwoman, Janice, I don't know how you say her name, Ivan Moreno, 36, I hate mentioning these people's names, we'll only do it once because this is a new story for us, had a lengthy criminal record going back almost 20 years to 2005, also a history of mental illness, and she was placed in emergency detention in 2016. They also revealed that they found anti-Semitic writings and that Moreno appeared to have issues with some of her Jewish relatives. Quote, we do believe that there was a family dispute that has taken place between her ex-husband and her ex-husband's family, some of whom are Jewish. Moreno used several identities under both genders. She is believed to be the biological mother of the seven-year-old that she brought into the church with her, which takes the mental disruption and disturbance to a whole nother level, in my opinion. And Moreno uh, entered the church with the seven-year-old boy just before a Spanish-language service was set to begin, and she was wearing a trench coat and a backpack and carrying a yellow rope that appeared to be a detonation cord, and she sprayed some type of substance on the ground and then started firing before two off-duty cops who were working at the megachurch, thank God, shot her dead. The child was critically injured. A 57-year-old bystander shot in the leg uh, is expected to recover. But this, to me, um, is really disturbing because here you have somebody who is transgender. You have somebody who is, I believe, according to some reports, uh, an El Salvadorian immigrant, then has reportedly a free Palestine sticker on the gun in which they use to commit this atrocity. So you just know that it's only a matter... It, look, it, it might already be taken off of web pages already. I would think this is out of the news cycle very quickly. You have trans, you have immigration, you have free Palestine. Uh, this is not necessarily the talking points that the left usually hopes for when we hear of these tragedies that occur. And I, I would say another thing. This is also one of these things where I think you take one mental illness, you magnify it, and you compound it with another mental illness, and now you have mental illness on steroids. I think it takes a mentally deranged individual, a sick human being, to want to shoot up any place, any school, grocery store, church, and try to commit mass homicide. That's that's the first mental illness. Then it's also, my, and this is just my opinion, I believe those that are going through this transformation are going through some seer, se severe, serious mental illness. So we got two mental illnesses here. But you know what the third one is that's really sick, I think, is the mainstream media 
loves to pump up the narrative of the trans community is under attack. So if you are trans, and let's say I am correct, and you are mentally ill, and then you keep hearing all this stuff under attack, under attack, under attack, what is a mentally ill individual going to do? They are going to act on the narrative that their community is under attack. Yet, for the life of me, I have not heard any tragedies of trans individuals either bullied, assaulted, harmed, or killed in the mainstream media. In fact, when it comes to trans, we've got a Lakewood church shooter, we have the Iowa high school shooter, we have the Nashville shooter, uh, Audrey Hale, from a year ago, we have the Colorado Springs shooter, which identified as non-binary, the Denver shooter was also trans, the Aberdeen shooter was trans. You go down and look at the last six or seven big-time mass shootings, the common theme here, the common denominator, is the perpetrator is of the trans community. So I ask the question, who is really under attack here? Now, I'm not saying every trans individual is going to shoot some school or church up. I'm saying that from what I see in the news cycle, it seems like the trans individual is the perpetrator and not the victim far more often than the other way around. And we would hear about it the other way around if it was happening because MSNBC and CNN and all the left-wing newspapers would be covering it ad nauseum. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What, was this a was this a biological male or female? What what sex was this person born as? I female. Fe- uh, yeah, female. Okay. B- gave birth to this seven-year-old. That was that was her kid. That's her seven-year-old okay. son who's yes. fighting for his life. Okay. Right yes. All right. Yes. So I don't care what they identify as or what they think they mm-hmm. are. I just I'm, my question is: is what were they? What did they start out as? What did they start out as? Yes. What, what did they come female. out of their mom's womb? Okay. As? Thank you. She yeah. She came out as a female, and if you look at some of the pictures. Um, you can tell. I mean, it's obviously a female. I, I, unless you guys have seen other photos, I have not seen any pictures of her where it looked like she was in her current state, which I guess she would claim is a male. Every picture I saw, I would just assume that that's just a biological female, and she doesn't even identify as trans. She wanted to be known as Jeffrey or something? That's correct. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, I, I look at it, and it, this, is, this is, you know, a double, triple whammy. You've got the media pushing this narrative to mentally disturbed individuals, and then those mentally disturbed individuals commit a mentally deranged act on top of what they're going through in their own personal life. And then you show up, and for, for those that have ever seen the Sunday services on television, you know, Joel Osteen, his, you know, that mega church in Houston, I remember he got ripped a handful of years ago for not opening it up for flooding or whatever it was for people that were seeking shelter. But, I mean, I flipped through the channels in years past over the last 15 or 20 years, and I, I thankfully I have not seen, I haven't gone searching for it, I have not seen any photos of the aftermath. But that place that he conducts his uh, his sermons I mean, from every Sunday yeah. is a monstrosity of I, a building. I mean, in, in my opinion, Joel Osteen's a grifter. But you yeah. can, you can, there's a lot of people that wow. believe he's a, he's a scam artist. Uh, I mean, this is on. one of the largest mega churches in the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean his his church is the equivalent to the Cowboys Stadium for like you know for Jerry Jones. I mean this thing I've never seen a building like I, this. I'm just I, I just want to know the I want to know the um, yeah. the uh, 
I want to see the media coverage on this. I just hope that it it is we get the same amount of attention about this person then because again, I don't when when we're looking into mass shootings or people I'm not looking into background saying well, like what what but when you know that that kid, that guy uh, cut his father's head off in Bucks County. All we heard about QAnon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was uh, under the spell of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Trump, this, that, and the other. I want to hear the same amount of coverage now for yep. this. That's all I'm saying. No. If, if we're going to go down these rabbit holes, then go down them. I'm, I'm glad you're bringing it up, and I'm going to actually look at it in real time right now. I am on CNN's website. I see Trump. I see Senate Bill $95 billion. I see Patrick Mahomes. I see SCOTUS. I see Nor'easter. Let me keep looking. I see John Stewart roast Joe Biden in return to the Daily Show. Uh, I CNN right now on the main page as I have scrolled about two thirds of the way down. I don't see it. It is uneffing believable. Let me let me check MSNBC mm-hmm. in real time right here, and then uh, we can check like the Washington Post or the New York Times. Although newspaper websites are a little different with the way they aggregate their stories. MSNBC, Senate bill, Trump, Russia, NATO, uh, Super Bowl 58. I'm a pastor. Jesus didn't need those Super Bowl ads. That's a story. Um, Trump, Super Bowl. <laughs> that Nothing. That, that warrants headlines, but this doesn't. Yep. It's not on MSNBC's website. So we're not even 48 hours removed from this happening. This was Sunday morning on a service, I think, uh, before this time on Sunday or after this time on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So within within probably 24 to 36 hours, completely swept off the off the table. So yeah, AP's headline is the one of the most curious. So they they all did to your point cover it. It's just they're burying it within their websites. Yep. This is the he- this is a bizarre headline. Reluctant pastor's son to most viewed preacher colon shooting puts new spotlight on joel osteen what a bizarre joel osteen is one of the most familiar faces in american religion Mm -hmm. and known for his megawatt smile wavy hair widely popular brand of christianity Mm -hmm. it's written in such a bizarre way because they're like, so awkward to talk about Jesus or Christianity mm-hmm. or, or to any condem- faith. Or to condemn people doing what they did in this heinous act. Yeah, so, yeah. And so not, like, not focusing at all on the fact that this is a developing story mm-hmm. and an active police investigation on somebody who went into a church, one of the biggest churches in America, said she had a bomb, by the way. There yeah. was no explosive, but claimed to have a bomb. And then ultimately the the shooter was killed, but unfortunately the the child mm-hmm. who allegedly was already an abused kid yep. is now the seven year old little bo- her boy mm-hmm. who's fighting for his life in critical condition. So instead of condemning these acts, what they do is they say this community is under attack, and then you know conversely yep. this community ends that's, up going on the offensive. That's the narrative. You you're going to see Kareem Jean Pierre and everybody. Well, well, it, it, there's going to be there's going to be undue uh, an undue spotlight on the trans community and mm-hmm. this that and the other that that is going to be the narrative it's that yep. there we're we're increasing hate crimes because we're pointing out the fact that this person was a was a mentally ill nut job the jewish community takes far more hate than the trans community speaking of ads did you see the ad that's been running for weeks and weeks now about how jewish community makes up 2.4 percent of the american population yet it endures 55 percent of all hate crimes 
It's like I, I think that's a message that's worth announcing. The Jewish population in America accounts for 2.4%, yet they get over half of the hate. So the trans community might want to get in line as far as drawing a ticket for who receives the most hate, okay? Secret Squirrel on the YouTube chat says Joel Osteen is the Gavin Newsom of the modern American church. <laughs> Remember when Al Bundy tried to make No Mama Church? Uh, 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 no, and I love that episode. <laughs> All right. He has 10 million followers on Twitter, and according to real, um, according to Nielsen Media Research... Osteen was viewed by more people than any preacher in the United States, reaching 95% of all households. Let me tell you something. There used to be a morning show host on this radio station. Um, Him and I, just for um, blanks and giggles, (laughs) went to a Joel Osteen thing at the Wells Fargo Center just to see what it was all about. Yeah. And God, it was bizarre. It was bizarre? Oh, my God, was it bizarre. I left there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I just witnessed, but it was it was something. So uh, I I can say firsthand what I witnessed there. What was bizarre about it? It was just it was very cultish. Yeah, yeah, it was very cultish. I could see that. I would say that. And look, I'm not you know I'm not castigating religion. I'm just saying because mm-hmm. I grew up going to Catholic church. You know, yeah. my mom still does. You know, I come from a very Catholic family. I'm not myself, but I come from a very Catholic family. It's, yeah. it's nothing. It's not like that. This mm-hmm. was very mm-hmm. like evangelical. That. It was very like, like I'm gonna heal you, and I'm gonna put my hand on your on your forehead. Did they have like a oh. Southern Baptist feel to yeah, it? Almost? Almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah, evangelical. This is white. But the point is not Joel Joel Osteen. The point is this 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 whack job that's going to get no media coverage because it fits a narrative that yep. the media doesn't. Or that the media likes. Mm-hmm. Yep. When the media doesn't like the narrative, right? Then it's you know. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, traffic guy Bry from uh, down the hall on uh, KYW says on Twitter to us. He says, "I was in Houston a few years ago. I drove around specifically to see Lakewood. It is the size of a city block, yeah. and it's the former home. I didn't know this. It's the former home of the Houston Rockets. Rockets. Yeah. Which yeah. was called the Compact Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Compact, the old computer." The Compact Presario. Yep. There you go. All right, 855-839-1210. If you want to jump in, cut she in about eight minutes as we continue live on this Tuesday morning. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. The thing that you love about Piazza is the ability to test drive so many amazing vehicles. And while I'm a truck guy now, I've always been an SUV guy at heart. And I could totally see myself in one of their new Honda Pilots. It's the 2024 Honda Pilot Trail Sport. By the time 2026 comes around, I could totally see myself leasing one of these vehicles. It features a seven-mode drive system, trail watch, multi-camera view for all the safety. It's got style with 18-inch alloy wheels and all the technology that you can handle with wireless Apple CarPlay. And this is a big, powerful, fully loaded, off-roading SUV I also love the third row seating, which would come in handy for the girls. And the massive moonroof that goes from the front all the way to the back. It's almost like a convertible. It's so nice. And you can explore all of the Honda Pilots and all the options that they have at five different Piazza Honda locations. In Philly, Pottstown, Reading, Springfield, and Langhorn. Or shop online, PiazzaAutoGroup.com. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Tuesday morning, the snow blowing from left to right across your radio dial. 
Yeah, by the way, Stuart writes in and says, 295 South is littered with accidents. Yeah, jeez. So be careful out there. Take your time, folks. Yeah. Also, Arrive I'm, alive. I'm really being called out for, for my, what? my criticism of the Joel Osteen thing. Oh, are you? I, I just... People are asking you, do, you to do the cut sheet as Joel Osteen. All I want to say is you do you. I'm for you getting whatever spiritual healing, whatever makes you feel good. You you do it up. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just saying for me. Right. Like Michael Pelka asks, is, is Joel Osteen any less cultish than Taylor Swift? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both capitalists. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Joel Osteen can do whatever he wants to do. He he's, knows exactly what uh, he's doing. It's, uh, it's America and he's allowed to do anything. You find your spiritual healing wherever you want to. That's right. I am not. <laughs> You're just not going to take the bait. I no, got you. I just, you know. Yeah, it's to each his own. Live and let live. I'm a live and let live guy. That's you always are. been my philosophy. Yeah, you do use a good motto. It's one I subscribe to, absolutely. One thing I don't subscribe to, by the way, cut sheet coming up here in about 90 seconds. I just I was reading uh, Fox News as well as the New York Post uh, with some more follow-up stories on this shooter. There's just a, two two little things that are just kind of picking at me that I just want to get out of the system. So the preliminary reporting, and this is from the Fox News article, the preliminary reporting indicated that the shooter was transgender, but in a Monday news conference, investigators uh, investigators identified her as a woman and the biological mother of the seven-year-old child. So a preliminary report, transgender, then on Monday they confirm biological female. I love how we're so worried about getting pronouns right for psychotic killers. Oh, buddy. Like, oh, buddy, I have something for you. Like, I mean, seriously. You know, it's one thing if I have to, you know, go along with the charade and play the game, you know, in the workplace or whatever with a nice human being that's not psychotic and not a killer. But we're going to sit here as reporters and police officers. Well, what? how did she true? Was it, was it he? How about, here's your pronouns. Dead slash gone. There's your pronouns, <laughs> jerk off. And then Moreno, 36, had a criminal history, including including convictions for assaulting a police officer in 2009 and committed forgery in 2010. She also has a criminal history dating back to 05 that includes assaulting a public servant, not who that, I'm not sure who that is, assault causing bodily injury, forgery, possession of marijuana, theft, evading arrest, and unlawful carrying of a weapon. That according to the Texas Department of Public Safety. And they also say, and I mentioned this uh, last segment, in 2016 she was put under in order for emotional detention, which means officers had to transport her to a medical facility because she was deemed a danger to herself or others. So there were red flags everywhere. This 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 individual had a rap sheet, and we had all the warning signs possible that this was a sick human being, and yet still not off the streets, and then commits um, this heinous act when people are going to their place of worship on Sunday and not expecting this to happen to them. Again, with all of these red flags, where where are where are we going wrong? Why do we not? Note, notice these things. I don't know if I'm the parent or whatever. If I'm a friend and I see something like this happening, I, I think I'm alerting somebody. Well, what do we do though? Because she was already taken to a place. They were like, "All right, we got to get her to help. She needs. She's going to hurt herself or somebody." And then eventually, they deem her fit to go back into society. And then you go back into society. And I don't know. Does everybody just turn a blind eye? Do we just say she's a lost cause? Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy like that. Do the the Monday morning quarterbacking of who dropped the ball here? 
But I mean, short of just putting somebody in the loony pin for the rest of their life, I, I don't know really. What do you do? I know. You know? Yep. You just you knock on wood and pray it doesn't happen. So, all right, seven forty-eight on this Tuesday morning. Let's get to a Tuesday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. What's on the Cut Sheet? What's on the Cut Sheet on this? Tuesday is sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo, where right now you can get a sensational 2023 S60, courtesy of Volvo, for less than $29,000. These beautiful Volvos have less than 5,000 miles. Hurry to Cherry Hill Volvo today to get yours. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Check them out on Route 70, although maybe not today. Maybe maybe go, maybe wait till the snow clears. Uh, what did Don say, 3 o'clock today? Yeah. Uh, maybe wait till the snow clears. Yeah, go home, take your nap, and then go in the afternoon. February, always the best month to buy cars, in my opinion. Check them out on Route 70, Cherry Hill, Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Okay, I just want to piggyback off of what you were just saying, uh, Nick Hale, that the Houston Police Department uh, focused on the important things, like which pronouns to use for the mentally ill Texas church shooter. Uh, this happened during the press conference yesterday where they were very concerned about what pronouns to use. I'm going to start here with cut. Do, 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 10, Phil, go. So she has utilized both male and female names, but through all of our investigation to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports, she has been identified this entire time as female. She... Her, oh, uh, so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno, Hispanic female. Oh my God! The amount of time, energy, and resources. <laughs> hey, let's get our best guys on this. We got to figure out which pronouns are accurate. She slash her, they slash them. I mean, it's just embarrassing. This, uh, yeah. I, I've said this in the past. This obsession. It's not even. It's not even the individual that is obsessing over their own pronouns. It's that the rest of the world is like. I, and I can't say the word on the radio. We're getting mind effed yes, here. You, it's a total right. mind f, you're, right? You're right. Because you're you, right. if you don't follow along and you don't comprehend, then you're viewed as transphobic or homophobic or yep. whatever it is. And I'm like, I'm really not. I'm just. I'm trying to process this in real time, right? I just. I can't believe that we're wasting resources on this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yep. We want to be respectful. We want to be... Are you kidding me? I mean, we have a shooter who's been taken out. Thank God two off-duty cops shot and killed her, uh, which is a beautiful thing to have officers that are, you know, quote, on their day off, still carrying their firearm, and that could have been a far worse tragedy. Thankfully, um, you know, she is the only one at this point in time that is has perished. But, you know, it's just... We have this weird obsession of further offending what they claim is an offended community and i'm sorry but when you go on tiktok constantly and go through these random ramblings with your Mm. elevated voice and also how quickly they get sped up in their delivery i mean it's it's a bizarre exercise that they're doing and i'm actually starting to get to the point where not only do i think it's mental health I think they've identified themselves as needing mental help, and this is just their way of, like, self-treatment. I'm getting reports that that didn't go out over the stream. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll play it again. Phil, Phil, if you can load that up one more time, I'm going to play it one more time. Hmm. Uh, I heard it. Yeah, I heard it too, but, you know, I'm just getting reports that didn't go out over the stream, so I'll play it one more time. All right. Cut 10, go. So, she has utilized both male and female names, but... Through all of our investigation to this point, 
talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports. She has been identified this entire time as female. She, her. Oh, my and God. And so oh we are identifying Lord. her oh as Jensen Moreno, Hispanic female. Oh Was that God. about a good 30, 40 seconds there? Yeah. We had to spend on something so inconsequential? Yep. There you go. And and that they were worried about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Of course. Because God forbid. You know what's amazing is the selective rush to judgment. We can't rush to judge this perpetrator. But the second there's a possible uh, post from somebody like in Bucks County, uh, mm-hmm. Red MAGA, oh, you know, Trump supporter. He he. He uh, he subscribed to Jacob Chansley and QAnon. Yep. Uh-huh. That's that's my biggest problem with this whole thing is that if we're going down the road of of influences and what this person believed in and 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 what caused this, then then we have to be consistent. Yes. I hate it all time. Like these are all mentally ill people. Right. Safe to say, mental illness does not um, uh, does not. Um uh, discriminate. Discriminate. Yes. Okay. But if we're going to do this, then at least the media needs to be more consistent about yeah. it. Um, yes, indeed. So yesterday, um, Joe Biden hosted the uh, the Queen of Jordan, the King of Jordan, <laughs> to the White House. Her name is Rania Al-Abdullah. Right. And this is how Joe Biden pronounced it uh, when he welcomed them to the uh, to the White House yesterday. Cut one, Phil, go. He's been a good friend. Abdul, welcome back to the White House, man. Welcome back. And by the way, Barack's looking at you in the corner over there. <laughs> Along with Queen Rihanna. Is, uh, Queen Rihanna. Jill now and the Queen. Queen Rihanna? Queen Rihanna, yeah. She's performing at the Grammys. Queen Rihanna. She's going to sing Disturbia. Her and Jay-Z are going to do a duet. We've got Rihanna here. And Barack's watching. <laughs> was that a joke? Was Barack Obama in the corner? Uh, dude, I'm telling you, man. If he, if he, I don't know. First of all, I don't know. But if if he is, and he was, I'm telling you, is they're, Joe, they're lurking. Is Barack Obama, like, secretly <laughs> feeding Joe Biden lines? I, I, imagine if he was actually, like, in a control room somewhere where he's actually giving Joe everything to say verbatim. Why is he there? I, I don't know. Dead serious. I have no idea. If if Joe Biden was being serious, why was why is Barack Obama there? It's a great question. Now, it, here, the other thing that is a, a major gaffe for Joe here is we're talking about butchering the name from somebody of of somebody from Jordan. Don't we have we we have enough tensions right now? Hell, we have enough battles, conflict, and war in the Middle East right now. Can we at least identify the names of Middle Eastern nation leaders properly? Like there's no rig- there's no room for error right now. Yeah. There's no wiggle room. And he- Queen Rihanna, <laughs> one one more time with that, <laughs> Phil. If we can do if we can react that one more time. Uh, cut one, go. He's been a good friend. Abdul, welcome back to the White House, man. Welcome back. And man. by the way, Barack's looking at you. <laughs> Michelle's there too. Along with Queen Rihanna, is uh, meeting with Jill now, and the Queen and the Crown Prince saying. Where is the prince out there? Where's the prince? I thought he was coming out. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> is Saddam Hussein coming? Uh, anyway. I had a conversation with Saddam Hussein Holy about January 6th. Man. Oh, my God. 
So he's rattled. He, so he butchers the name. Mm-hmm. He says Rihanna. Uh, but Obama's over in the corner looking out from like a closed door, peeking out from, from secluded sectors. Uh, the Queen Rihanna's with Jill somewhere. They're they're conducting their next Christmas video for the Nutcracker in the back. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where are the Clintons at? Is Hillary there as well? I don't know. Why don't we have like a conglomerate? We'll just have uh, the Obamas, the Clintons, and the Bidens. They'll all run together for 2024. <laughs> By the way, streaming live on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT. If you're watching right now on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. I assume we're probably going to get a ton of people on the YouTubes today because I think today's a snow day, guys. I'm just saying. I yeah, think rumor today's has a snow it. day. Two-hour delay minimum, if not uh, school canceled. Yeah, my son's school's closed. Everybody's, everybody's school. I, I, I think last night, I think they decided that the... Uh, that the um, the sales meeting they usually have on Tuesdays. Oh, they went virtual. It's going to be virtual. Oh, so. um, well, the salespeople get to stay home for five straight days now. Nice, nice, not right. Nice. Uh, Joe Biden de- debuted on TikTok. Did you guys see this? I ain't seen yes. nothing yet. Yeah, um, nothing like an eighty-one-year-old on TikTok. Whose idea was it for him to get on TikTok? You, not his. You said yesterday that mm-hmm. you think it's a great move i do i do i mean vivek ramaswamy talked about it months ago that republicans in the gop if they want to expand their base need to embrace technology and embrace social media and he's been imploring republicans to get on tiktok so i'm not going to sit here and uh, be inconsistent with my opinion i think it's a sound move for the bidens going to cut 16 here but if you see this tiktok you think this is resonating with the with the with the youths i didn't say the quality would be good <laughs> i said the, the thought process and the logic makes sense all right well, well this uh his debut of tiktok obviously happened before the super bowl on sunday because he gives his predictions on the game and stuff um it's 30 seconds it's bizarre i don't know cut 16 phil go chiefs or niners Two great quarterbacks, hard to decide. But if I didn't say I was for the Eagles, then I'd be sleeping alone. My wife's a Philly girl. Game or commercials? Game. Game or halftime show? Game. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotting to rig the season so the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl or the Chiefs just being a good football team? You'd get in trouble if I told you. Trump or Biden? Are you kidding? (laughs) Biden. Wow. Wow. Guys. I'm number I'm one. Number one, he doesn't answer the first question. He doesn't. He didn't pick the Chiefs or Niners. He said the Eagles. If you, if you, and the Eagles graphic pops up there, <laughs> and then, and, and and then, I mean, you know, he's saying I can't let the cat out of the bag on whether or not the Super Bowl was staged for Taylor Swift and rigged in the whole bit. That was cringe. And then, by the way, you see the way his knees dipped there. He he did like a little squat when he talked about the chocolate chip because that's his favorite. That's a terrible message. That's a terribly done he just, video. He just, because I, I like chocolate chip cookies. He yeah. just sounds so old. He's and, Papa. Oh, God, yes. He's Papa. And there's not, by the way, there's nothing wrong with we it. We all have a Papa. My grandfather was my hero. Yep. And my, I, I loved my grandfather. I'm, I, 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 I'm not disparaging older people. Yes. I'm just saying I don't want one running the country. Yes. And now here, here's the hypocrisy of this. Joe Biden banned TikTok okay, for well, all federal devices for federal employees. Yeah. So if you work for the government, you cannot on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, any other way that you could access TikTok, you are barred from viewing it because obviously the ties to the CCP and ByteDance, the parent company, which is re- which is basically owned by the CCP. We can get to that, but you want to say something, Don? Oh, 
No, I, I was just going to say, think about what he focused on, Pennsylvania and women, <laughs> Mama Kelsey. That was just the message. Wow. That's I what did, I heard. I did not even, I did not even pick that up. That is, that is, that so is good you're work saying, by you. You're saying it was actually smart. Yep. Well, except. Battleground state, females. Yep. I, I got you. That's, that was the focus. That was the goal. They wrote that. They gave him, I mean, that was a great, and it seemed like a quick answer when mm-hmm. he said, which Kelsey? And he said, Mama Kelsey. Can we, can we watch it and listen to it one more time? Uh, we sure can. If we could requeue it up for both sides. Hang on. Audio and video, YouTube and the radio. All right. Uh, Phil, if you have it, cut 16, go. Chiefs or Niners? Two great quarterbacks. Hard to decide. But if I didn't say I was for the Eagles and I'd be sleeping alone, my wife's a Philly girl. And Game or commercials? Game. Game or halftime show? Game. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotted. Look at the little squat. A little dip of the legs. She's <laughs> just being a good football team. You get in trouble if I told you. Trump or Biden? Are you kidding? <laughs> Biden. Mm. Surprised he didn't say Obama. All right. <laughs> there you go. Joe's uh, debut on TikTok. So it's Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. women, relatability chocolate chip cookie the reason he talks about things like ice cream chocolate chip cookies chicken all of that Mm -hmm. relatability yeah well you brought up nick hale uh the the biden uh, the biden administration going after tiktok yep uh calling it a national security risk or something uh so both john kirby and kareem john pierre were asked about that on the uh in the briefing room yesterday i'm going to start with uh john kirby this is cut for phil go and another question, if I may, what what does what? Why did the president allow his campaign? The president uh, allow his campaign to go on TikTok despite the national uh, security review of the platform. I have to refer you to the campaign. But I mean, it's still the president of the United States. He's still sending. The president is sending a message to Americans about the Nash about the safety of TikTok by doing this. I'd have to refer you to the campaign on that decision. It's not so, so basically he, he took Kareen's nuts. I would refer you to the White House Council. <laughs> I I understand. From the White House podium, they're not allowed to comment on any sort of campaign issues. I I one hundred percent understand that. But this is not a this isn't a a reelect Joe Biden. This is this is the president going to TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. He well, didn't say anything about vote for me in twenty twenty four. Well they're they're saying that's well that's true. But basically, there's a difference here between federal employees being able to use the app on said device issued by the government versus what Joe is able to do from a campaign message standpoint. But you're right. It's not like, well, at the end, the, the last question was Trump or Biden. So he says Biden. Oh, oh, oh. So I see what you're saying there. Maybe then that would qualify so that, as mm-hmm. campaign message. Campaign. It's as reported in yesterday's Big Three at nine. In late 2022, Biden signed that legislation barring most federal government owned mm-hmm. devices from being signed into TikTok. Yeah. Cut, uh, cut five. They address that, uh, Phil. Uh, if you can queue up cut five and go. Uh, thanks so much. Um, John, on TikTok, can you explain what are the national security concerns that the administration mm-hmm. has about TikTok? As you know, uh, it's not approved for use on uh, government devices, and that remains the, the case uh, today. And I think, uh, um, again, I don't want to get into too much of the uh, uh, of the national security technical reasons behind that, but um, it, it does have to do with concerns about the preservation of data and the potential misuse of that data and privacy information. Uh, by foreign actors. I think that's as Does far as I can go. Does it's wise for people to use TikTok? 
Uh, again, that's that's not something that I I'm qualified to say from the National Security Council. All I can tell you is it's it's banned on U.S. government devices, and we follow that guidance. So basically, China has access to all of your information. If you have a TikTok account, they can probably see everything on your TikTok. They probably can dial into your phone and go through all your emails and your personal data. Uh, you know, maybe if you have Apple Wallet Pay or any of those credit cards that you store on file on your phone, which is, you know, that's one of the re- reasons why I have yet to do any type of payment with my phone or I don't even, you know, some people, they have like the little battery pack on their phone and they put their like credit cards in the yeah. back in the slot. I think we have way too much invested in this already. Wait, you've never paid anything off your phone. I have made payments um, through like Venmo or PayPal on my phone, but I've never like had Apple wallet where I've paid for like a oh, retail oh, transaction oh, yeah, yeah. with something stored on my phone. I just feel like, you know, because you have a credit card stored on on my phone? phone? Yeah. No. I mean, I have my physical credit card in my wallet, but I don't have it on my wow. I feel like we have enough of our personal stuff on the phone. I don't want to attach more to this phone, because in the event I lose this phone, especially for the people that put like their license in the back or their debit card, like you lose your phone. Now you've lost everything. Why don't you just attach your keys to the phone as well? You know? Do you pay for things by your phone, Don? I do. Yeah, me too. I mean, I pay for everything, you know, auto payment and roll, so I don't forget on all my, you know... Mm-hmm. bills and stuff but i don't i don't have any um i guess you would call them a third party payment yeah unless you're considering venmo well you have to have if you're paying on venmo or paypal you have to have some sort of credit card stored back in there it up. yeah yeah so but you you technically do have technically some. well te- yeah for venmo yes but okay. like i don't like I, i've never rolled through like a drive through and used apple pay for a cup of coffee or you know anything like that i mean bike dance refutes even though that even cnn has reported that they have this backdoor access to all the stuff you just talked about nick i will just say officially they you know deny the bike dance denies that tiktok can access all this stuff so they've they vehemently denied it well if anybody uh linked to the ccp vehemently denies it i just take them at their <laughs> word for it. You're, they're probably right uh, Probably a big nothing burger. Corrine Jean-Pierre then took to the podium. She was also asked about uh, Joe Biden's presence on TikTok. She really doesn't want to answer these questions. Uh, this is cut six. Phil, go. Around that TikTok question, uh, are you aware of any communication between the Biden campaign and anyone who works in the White House about the president uh, joining TikTok? Look, I, I, I can't speak to uh, any conversations on, on specifically on TikTok. Uh, we got to be really careful. The campaign, 2024, can't... No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, so we're not going to comment on any specifics. And so certainly we would defer to the campaign on any strategy. The CFIUS process uh, is separate and not going to get ahead of, of what uh, we're going to say here. Um, and I would say that the administration uh, is on record for um, uh, for supporting the Restrict Act, as you all know, uh, something that came up last year. And it's a bipartisan bill, and it is t- indeed tailored uh, and risk-based uh, approach so we can protect Americans' freedom of speech, and that's what matters. Uh, as you know, as you know, there are um, uh, folks here who are commissioned uh, officers who certain people are allowed to have conversation uh, with the campaign. But I can't speak to uh, any specific conversations that are happening, ha- happening about this particular issue. Again, it's under CFIUS review. 
We want to be really mindful of not getting ahead of that. And also it's a campaign, so that is something that they would have to have to speak to. And the reason why it is banned on government, uh, government uh, phones or uh, government properties, obviously devices, is because that is an act of Congress. Uh, that is something that Congress wanted to uh, put forward to make sure that no government uh, government uh, uh, devices uh, are used. Were you aware uh, before, the, before the campaign posted the TikTok? No, I am, I am very, very careful as the White House press secretary. I have to, I, I'm in a different, uh, kind of in a different box than most. <laughs> you sure are. So I do not communicate <laughs> with the campaign on any strategy or, or anything like that. Uh, and so uh, I'm just very, very mindful of that. I did not know. I, I knew as, 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 as you all did. Long-winded way to say a whole bunch of nothing there. Nice work out of Corrine Jean-Pierre, one of her more eloquent speeches in a long time. Yeah, I would love... I just had this vision pop up in my head. Can you imagine all of a sudden... You know how with technology, you have people that get hacked all the time, and yep. somebody's Twitter gets compromised, or their Facebook all of a sudden goes rogue. Wouldn't you just love to see Joe Biden's uh, official TikTok go rogue all of a sudden, and some <laughs> video get leaked on Friday night of like Kamala and Corrine Jean-Pierre like, out at a bar singing Sweet Caroline while they're completely intoxicated <laughs> well you see that a lot too i noticed this uh i follow uh the rolling stone account on twitter mm-hmm. and somebody who whoever controls that account m- must have a burner account <laughs> because they posted something that clearly wasn't that clearly wasn't yeah. meant for the rolling stone twitter you gotta know so which profile you're you on. have to make sure you know what profile you're on absolutely uh speaking of joe biden and social media uh, he went to, I don't know what form this, I don't know if this was TikTok or Twitter, uh, but it's his latest social media post featuring him, and I kid you not, guys, buying fried chicken and discussing basketball with a black family. Fr- fr- so he's he's sitting down at a table, I, e- eating fried chicken, discussing basketball with a black family. Oh, boy. Oh. Are we... Are we are we pandering and stereotyping I mean, here, the Joe? Can, can you say insulting? I mean, just this is. Oh man, cut seventeen, Phil. Go. Oh man, you got chicken fingers. You got. You got <laughs> oh, I want the root of making sure I had the hamburger. Oh my! So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion in sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about the school? How are y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the school. Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. We get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we. You're kidding me. Yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business, and it's just it's cool. It's a great experience. Is that a new program at the school? Yes, sir, it is. It just started just a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, sir. Your dad's on the front of a bowl for you. By the way, we dads are hard to raise. Once you're a teenager, we're hard to raise. So you got to be patient with us, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. <laughs> patient. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, th- that's not a parody, folks. That's a real. So that's a that's a real ad. Joe Biden with a dad and his two boys, all three African American men, eating fried chicken, French fries. Joe goes burger. Yeah. So Joe said, "I'm going beef." 
<laughs> he goes, he goes. You know, your dad would take a bullet for you because you know you people live in in in, uh, in uh, bad neighborhoods. Here. That's that's got to be one of the most. It, it's, it's so I can insulting. only tell you if I was a black man it's and so I insulting. saw that, I would be so offended by that. Like. You're playing to, like, stereotypes and the least common denominator. Are you kidding me? What, why, why did they not have, have ribeye, and why were the Suns not football players? Yeah. Why did he go fried chicken and basketball? Which, by the way, that was, was that KFC or was that Chick-fil-A? I couldn't tell. It looked like a chain, it by lo- the way. It's definitely, it definitely looks like KFC. You know, me. it's been a while since yeah. I've had some fried chicken. I've got to yeah. be honest now. I'm kind of hungry. I, I will say on the other Point, what a wonderful experience, especially for these young men, for the for the family. I, I wondered when I saw it, where's mom? But it's a Southern family that's a Southern traditional meal. And I think he comes off as very relatable and very nice. Do I you? Think I do. Interesting. I, I think for most Americans watching that who maybe aren't cynical, I think they go, oh, that's, you know, when he's saying, what are you doing? And. I wish we had those school opportunities in Philadelphia that these kids have. We don't have a business academy, to my knowledge, for middle school kids or junior high school kids. How do you think this was arranged? Like, how do you... Through the campaign. It was Raleigh, North Carolina, through the governor. Okay. Through the governor's office. But there... I mean, having lived in North Carolina, and this is outside Raleigh, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, everybody... Like, it's... I don't know. I think they're eating something that's... Steak would have been uppity... You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, like chicken hey, I, I is love, like. I mean, I love fried chicken and fries. I Trust just, me. When I want to, when I want to indulge and just feel bad about this, myself with comfort food, I. This reeks to me of of Hillary Clinton on the Breakfast Club with a hot sauce in her pocketbook. Yeah, but, oh yeah. Yeah, but nobody asked Hillary because if Hillary said that to me, as she as she said to Charlemagne the God, I would have said, "Really? Let's see which hot sauce. Can you pull it out of your pocketbook? Let's see it. What Let's was see she, what." By the way, what was she carrying? Was it Cholula? No, she wasn't carrying any hot. <laughs> Hot sauce. She's a, she hasn't What's had Cholula. <laughs> Cholula is the best. It I know. It's so good. It's so good. I put it on everything. I douse my food yeah. with that stuff, and then I start sweating and pour it off my scalp. You know, you go back to Biden, and and you know when he called Obama an articulate, clean black man or something like. He's just. He just. He has these stereotypes. In oh his yes. Mind. You know what I mean? He's not a smooth operator. He's not comfortable in that setting, but he tries to act like he's the chameleon that can blend into every community. We know he's that, but he's he's reminding everybody. He's saying, remember, he was widowed. His wife died in that horrible... His wife and daughter died. He was a single father raising two little boys and took that train every day. That's what he's... To me, that's... Because I'm looking at the visual and I'm thinking, okay, why are why not the whole family? He's here's a a dad raising his boys. You know what I mean? Just like Joe Biden was. That's the message. So we've arrived at the conclusion of how they got to the point where they selected the family. How do you select the meal though? Like, does somebody in Biden's camp say, "So, what do you guys? We're going to sit down and we're going to do this video over dinner. It's on us. We're going to put. What do you people like to eat? What do you like to eat? You want some chicken? Like I mean, I would just look at him and be like, well, "What's what's that supposed to mean?" He just—he's just phony to me. It, it just—it just reeks of phoniness. It ah. just does. I'm sorry. I understand what you're saying, Don. And th- the, why- I'm just saying to the average person, not to somebody who's cynical or who studies this. By the way, that's why I love the show because you—you never know which one of us is going to come out with with. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. Right, I right. did not see that one coming from you. That being said, 
I just feel like this is this this is him this is him pandering. It's the always the pandering. But if you're on TikTok or wherever this was released, to Dawn's point about the about uh, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, uh, talking about Mama Kelsey now with an African American family, they're hitting all of the they're hitting all of the groups. Well, well, yeah, and they know they're they're not oblivious to the fact that Joe has lost support in the black community. They're aware, and, and we're not even talking about the celebrities, the Fifty Cents or the Snoop Dogs that have talked about Donald Trump. Uh, you know, I'm sure they've seen that clip on MSNBC. With the barber shop, where those young African American entrepreneurs are like, all we've known in our yeah. life is that Trump gave us money, and with Biden, we've been broke. So they're pandering because they know, polling wise, that they're not where they were four years ago with the black vote. Well, North Carolina is, you know, it's considered a battleground state. I believe, if you believe the polls, I think the latest ones showed Trump slightly ahead, might be just a hair. But I think in this one, I, I think to the to the average person, and by the way, the fast food chain Cookout there in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, they have, yeah, they have them in Nashville. I, I remember Cookout. Yeah, it's a burger slash chicken place. So that's what they, but I, I just think to the average person, oh, that's, well, wow, that must have been how nice that was that the president is sitting around the table with these two young men and a single dad and reminding us that Joe Biden as well was a single dad oh. before he married Dr. Jill. How great would it have been as soon as Joe goes to take a bite of his burger if the dad just says, you realize I'm voting Trump this year, right? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? And right now, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I could never do that. I'm just kidding, Mr. President. Not a joke. Um, let's go on to the uh, another subject in the White House press briefing yesterday. By the way, the uh, the keyword coming up in 12, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Yes. 12 minutes, the keyword for the Disney. And by the way, with the snow and how cold and awful it is outside, how great will it be to be in the Caribbean? Oh. You and three family members, friends. Would you rather 31 and snowy? Three women. Or you, 82 and sunny. You might want to take with you and yeah. have them fight over you. Take all three I'm girlfriends. Just, that's just my fantasy. Yeah. Stalker and three women together. I will take. Holy crap! I will take three of you with me, and you shall fight over which one gets me. <laughs> um, Kareem Jean Pierre on the Robert Hur special counsel investigation um, or report, I actually should say. Uh, Kareem Jean Pierre—he's obviously a Republican, and he's not a medical doctor, according to Kareem Jean Pierre. Yep. Says cut three. Phil go. A special counsel of her is, is, as far as I remember, is a is a uh, obviously a, a Republican, a a a, uh, a prosecutor. He's not a, he's not a medical doctor. He's just not. It's not for him to speak to. It's just not. It is uh, obviously up for uh, a medical doctor to decide on that. But look, I have said the pres the the medical doctor, the the president's doctor is going to do a physical. He's going to, and he has always put forth in the last two years a detailed, uh, detailed memo. He he's a white guy and he's a Republican, so we have to discredit everything he said. By the way, there's no diagnosis from Mister Her in this report. No, he just simply said that basically he is a well-meaning, forgetful old gentleman. Is and I'm paraphrasing. I forget the exact phrase. He didn't say he had dementia. He didn't say he had Alzheimer's. He just said that what you know you don't need to be a medical expert to arrive at the conclusion that Joe is fading and fading quickly. And when you're around the guy, what was the interview? I think it took total five hours they spent with Joe questioning him. 
I think anybody that spends five hours with somebody can emerge from that meeting and say um, pretty accurately what somebody's current cognitive state is. If you went for a job interview and you were in front of a boss for five hours, you'd be able to walk out of there knowing whether he's sharp or not. My question is, is that why are they so reluctant to release the transcript of this? Because it's probably damning. Just yeah. why? Just the same reason why they're not going to go out and confirm. And they're they're not. I think I saw the headline on the TV this morning that the uh, the medical doctor that uh, assesses Joe coming up that Dawn talked about for his physical mm-hmm. is either not going to be available for comment or there's not going to be. You're, I'm not saying there's redactions, but there's not going to be everything How released. That? How about that? Mark Bissy on the YouTube chat says every time you play one of her uh, press conferences, it's like a train wreck. I have to stop what I'm doing and look. <laughs> Meaning KJP. Oh, jeez, it's true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. It is, man. Um, Alan Dershowitz. Where where do we land? Where do we land with the Dersh? By the way, is he still uh, He's still making headlines? Is he still the? Uh, oh, on the on the list. Yeah, the island. What happened to that? By Boy, the that way? story vanished, didn't it? it? Sure yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. It, it this it, and we forget it because the content never ends in this industry. So we move on to the next thing, and they love that. Yep. Absolutely. You know? But let's not forget his name was mentioned a lot. It was. It was. Now, he vehemently denied it. Yeah, okay. But then was... He was just there to cut the grass. Was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But then he was a little quiet after yeah. the latest list. I don't know. Is he, is he a little freaky? We don't know. Uh, well, he tells... He was on Fox Business yesterday, and he tells uh, the host that... Biden, the Biden special counsel was wrong in everything he could possibly have done. So he's calling out the entire report. This is Alan Dershowitz's explanation of it. This is cut 14, Phil, go. The report itself is a disaster on both respects. It was unfair to both sides. First, they got the law wrong. The kind of cognitive skills you need to be able to commit this crime are minimal cognitive skills, all Biden had to know is that he did possess classified material and that he had no right to possess it. You don't need a a, a deep memory to do that. So he was just wrong about the law. He was also wrong about how trials are conducted. How would the jury find out about uh, about Biden's bad memory? Biden would have to introduce it as a trial lawyer. I would never have introduced that as a defense in this case. So her was wrong. Her was also wrong in going as far as he went in trying to do a medical diagnosis of somebody who he hadn't examined who medically or hadn't been examined medically. So, you know, I think this report is going to really cause us to think hard about the role of special counsel. He was wrong in everything he possibly could have done. He was wrong about not charging uh, Biden. Biden should have been charged or Trump should have been uh, his case dismissed. And he was wrong in going into kind of medical diagnoses that will have a political impact on the case. A D minus with great inflation for Mr. Hurd. Yeah, I mean, look, he had to give a reason as to why he wasn't going forward with any prosecution. Well, but can you imagine if he had said, look, the only elements are there, but he's a really good looking guy and a charming guy. And I don't (laughs) think he's going to convince him so charming. Or if he had said, look, he's black and the jury 
uh, in this district is, is, is going to be predominantly black, so we're not going to charge. That's not what a special counsel is supposed to be doing. He's supposed to be laying out the elements of the crime and not making predictions about how the jury will assess the evidence. That's up to the jury itself. So yeah. he went way beyond the scope of what he should have been doing. Okay. okay, so do you think there are greater forces at play here with this entire investigation? That's a question you can answer for yourself. But if you believe that, then I think it's fair to assume the following. I think they decided to let Joe off the hook criminally by not charging him, by saying what they've released. And they are basically saying, all right, we're not going to go after him and pursue charges, throw him in jail, whatever it might include. But we're going to do something worse. We are going to smear him as this forgetful, senile old man, and that'll be the way to end his chance at a second term i think i think i think that's where i am at right now on whether this was done with the intent to derail joe or it was just all on the up and up i i think they were like you know what he's a democrat he's a biden no charges but let's just say that he's basically assisted living facility grandfather and that'll be enough that'll be his punishment that's my that's my statement i'm Hmm. sticking to it (laughs) until new information comes out and then I might flip. Because <laughs> that's what smart people do. Yeah. There you go. All right. Coming up in five minutes. Five, five minutes, five folks. Minutes. Dun, dun. Five stinking minutes. Keyword number nine. That's right. It is coming up in five minutes, which means we only have seven more keywords after today, folks. Have you gotten the keywords so far? If you haven't, go back and just keep scrubbing through the app for the last like three months, and we'll get all the keywords at eight thirty. Well, maybe in a couple of days you can do um, you can name them off. We're not going to tell you what day, yeah, but maybe in a couple Ooh, of days you in can... a random segment yes. could be in the seven o'clock hour next Tuesday. I just go boom, 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 boom. Look at that. There you go. All right, but if you want to go boom, 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 boom like you used to when you were younger, oh boy, how about Bluetooth, folks? That's right. You need to boost your confidence. You need that extra jump. To your performance in 2024, I've got the solution for you, and it's Blue Chew, because romance with your partner should be the best part of your day. And by the way, what's tomorrow? Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Love, romance, flowers, chocolate, bottle of wine, and maybe a little Blue Chew on the side. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's in a chewable form, and it comes at a fraction of the cost. And Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so you're never going to have that visit to the doctor, none of the awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. But it gets better. Here's the special deal to Kale & Company listeners. Try Blue Chew for free. That's right, free. When you use the promo code 1210 at checkout, just pay the $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code 1210 to receive your first month absolutely free. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.